Hey, can we can we stop in Starbucks really quick? I really need a drink. Uh, aren't we getting kind of a rush? It's like nine in the morning and it's going to be slammed in this Starbucks. You don't understand. I was up until like five pumping sewage water out of my kitchen sink with an air aspected etheric shop vac. And I have that big meeting with Lord Heen in the Thompson Center today. If I don't get coffee, my eyeballs are going to fall out. Well, that sounds awful. All right. I, but are you sure you can't just take the day off? No, this meeting is really important. Heen said he'd pull the funding if I wasn't there. What funding? Doma is not exactly in an economic surplus at the moment. They just got out of being under Carlian rule. Oh, wow, look at the line. What the heck is going on today? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's the last day to get the pumpkin spice latte. Everyone's going crazy. I can't, I can't take this anymore. I need coffee. Come, my child, sip on the gloriousness of the pumpkin spice latte and forget your troubles. You were so desperate for coffee, you summoned a primal with a lisp? Did everyone in this store have the iPhone crystal? I have a Pixel 7. Okay, anyone other than Todd? Jesus. Oh, thank God. I've never been happier to see a primal. Um, can I get, can I get a small drip coffee? No cream, no sugar? What is small? Ugh, tall. No, don't do it. If you drink from that, you'll become her corporate thrall, and you'll never be the same again. Everything you say will be like Mission Statement by Weird Al Yankovic, but unironically. That's a really deep cut, and also a ridiculous fear. Sip now from my sweet nectar, child, and bask in my corporate glory. That's delicious. Oh, I love that Starbucks offers a consistent commitment to a quality product. No, no, seven hells no. We've got to get going. He needs to understand why investing in our new omni-channel network of elastically optimized dropship 3PLs will open up the entire Doman economy by providing new access of market access to the entire Eastern Imperial Territory. I uh, can never be seen in public with you again. I hope you realize this. Well, maybe you just need to shift your paradigm. Stop it! Birds, a storm of buzz, and we're going to tell you about how we saved this week on Storm Buds, we take back Doma Castle by the wettest me necessary. Ooh, it's so wet. We <laughs> flood it. <laughs> Technically, yes, I guess I wouldn't have gone there, but sure. It's so wet. It's so wet. <laughs> and we head back to Garibani to start our uh, start retaking some territory back for the Garlean Empire. But what's this? There's a snake lady in the way. Oh, God. Better stop her. What the fuck is this energy? <laughs> Welcome to Storm Bites. I'm your, I'm your host of light, Jerome Barbatsis, joined by my co-host of light, Alex Hambrock. Happy Tuesday. I guess it'll be Sunday for you folks. That's the worst introduction. <laughs> Might not, I guess. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, I suppose I earned it. Uh, this week on Stormbuds, we are going to be covering the 
uh, latter half of Yangxia into the latter half of um, what's the fringes? Yes, the fringes, um, which is around sixty-seven to sixty-eight, level sixty-seven, sixty-eight of Stormblood, a Final Fantasy fourteen. Expansion? The game. Yeah. Stormblood of Final Fantasy Fourteen. Nobody you says all, it like did that. Did you almost say a Stormblood of Final Fantasy Fourteen? A realm no, a realm reborn oh, okay. is what I almost said. <laughs> um okay, fantastic. Before we go any further, we are going to quickly catch people up um in I don't know, under a minute, hopefully. <laughs> to what's going on just in case you're new here uh we are a trying to free two separate city states uh out of the rule from the evil garlian empire the star wars empire basically you know that kind of same thing um we failed miserably first time we were in garibania got shut down we sailed across the world to go save uh the eastern nation of doma we have um as of this episode well we as of this the start of this episode we are uh, we have allied ourselves with a navy and an air force basically basically yeah to uh take back the doman capital um and that's about it that's really yeah it's time for it's time it's operation go time let's get that castle back absolutely but before we do that we are going to continue doing our side quests at the start it's like a bookend that's what i've been told okay we're gonna bookend it up all right i've been playing (laughs) any anytime alex and i talk into each other my favorite thing to do is to lean into it <laughs> rather than just be like polite as like most podcast hosts i'm like no it's mine um god help me if i'm ever the guest on someone else's podcast <laughs> it's yours jeez yep <laughs> <laughs> what did you play this week <laughs> thanks thanks for <laughs> thanks for thanks for being here alex <laughs> on my I'm sorry. It's our podcast, okay? You're on the cover just as much as me. In fact, maybe a little bit more because you're taller. I was playing. I was playing more Hades. I rolled credits on it, which was like an awkward. Why did the credits roll where they do on Hades? Is that uh, weird? It's like weird because like you beat. Okay, so Hades is a rogue like where you're Zagreus. The, the, you know what his name? Alex's character's like his name is Zagreus because I yeah. got the horns. Look like Zagreus. Is and he's like got the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He looks like him. Um, and then Zagreus is like escaping from hell and he has to beat his dad. And it's like okay, you beat your, your dad the first you de- your dad the first time you see spoiler it's just fucking whatever you have to beat him 10 times right and then like it's like oh okay then you kind of achieved you set out to do what you're gonna do but like it's just really that part is like really anticlimactic because it's like there's a lot of just unresolved there's a lot story of unresolved stuff. story stuff by the time the credits roll so i feel like they just shouldn't have rolled at that point in my opinion i feel like maybe the 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 epilogue should have been the end of the game i'm still working on getting the epilogue but okay um that being said um i think i was right (laughs) about it (laughs) being pretty so far as hades motivations not really not really doing it for me (laughs) no they're not uh hades the way he obfuscated his things it just helped it just was very shallow and unrealistic and not some it was not it was very uncompelling which is the antithetical to greek literature i think the gods were i think the stories of yore were a lot more interesting and compelling and like what makes it uncompelling is that it's just the writing itself is very much like, oh, you're too, you're too dumb to know this, or like you're just, it's just, it's just vague. It's, it's just a lot vague. Of stuff being held back, kind of purposefully, just for the purposes of creating sort of like narrative mystery. It could have just like not, like I didn't, I, I don't, 
don't know. It just, there, there is it, it needs more to it, and there was, and it's not there yet. You heard it here, folks. Jerome hates Hades. I've hated this game that I put. I don't hate it. I just don't like the. I don't like the writing. The gameplay is great. I mean, Are, that can be enough. Yeah, like a lot of the, uh, just frankly, a lot of the time that is enough for me. Yeah. Um, uh, voice acting is hit or miss for me too. I again, but I've already talked about the cathedral shit. Um, but that's not really an act. Anyway, it's um, a sound mixing thing. What have you been playing, Alex? <laughs> I've been playing more Dwarf Fortress. So nice. I, uh, you know, I started a new fortress the other week, and you know, we just, a good side quest. we picked our new like you know uh, location. We're gonna strike off for find our riches out in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Eight brave dwarfs set off to you know to to, to carve out a new home, uh-huh. and we'd gotten maybe maybe a month into digging out like you know a sort of like you know we we'd start setting up workshops. We'd begun moving some of our supplies from the caravan inside. We'd begun making bedrooms, you know, standard sort of like dwarf fortress first few weeks, like get everything up and running type shit. Yeah, and then, and I don't know how, someone in my fort. Maybe outside while they were like, you know, gathering berries or whatever, they pissed off a giant wren. And the giant wren had friends. And the giant wren was very angry and he flew inside the fort and just began attacking people. Hmm. And one dwarf died. And then two more dwarves rushed up. But because they didn't have any combat training, they also died. And there was a river of blood going down, I think, three stories down my staircase as uh, another dwarf died. And then we finally killed the wren. And all of a sudden, my eight dwarfs are down to four. Hmm. And things got a bit scary from there because we suddenly had way less hands around to do things like plant crops and gather food and brew beer. And if you don't brew enough beer, dwarves begin to get testy. Mm. So so that was um, quite the quite the dramatic start to that fort. And I don't think the dwarves were taking it very well either because I built them a temple to try and give them somewhere to worship where they could get their spirits up. Mm. And I told them to put a statue at the head of the temple. And when I went to check on it, the statue that they carved was of the goddess, the god of death, disease, and endings. Mm. And he was depicted um, weeping into his hands. Mm. So... Mood in the fortress, not particularly high. Nice, I love that. That's really, that's a really, that's a really wholesome story that you shared with us. We're starting to rebuild, but the um, there's there's some trauma that people mm. are dealing with. Speaking of rebuilding, why don't we get into the um, main story quest of Final Fantasy XIV? Because a certain nation has a lot of rebuilding to do. Am I right? Sure, they do. Sure, they do. Our first quest. They've been decimated uh, to the point of like uselessness. It's kind of crazy. Like the, mm. it, Doma isn't even a valuable territory for the Empire to control. At this point, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Right? Like they just It's just like a firewall against like, you know, further sort of like incursions from the east. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it, that does beg the question, why did they invade in the first place? I guess they have res- they must have some resources. I don't know. They didn't go to the step, but whatever. Cool. Um, the first quest we were doing is uh, the Hour of Reckoning. Uh, the time has come for Lord Hien to return to Doma. Yeah. So we basically, we pick off right where we left off. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we get through the pass from the south of the step above, to the north. And we, yeah, it's the south, so it would mm-hmm. be to the north. Yeah. And we get back to the headquarters of the Doma Liberation Front, and Hien announces himself. And he's like, hey, it's me, your lord. I'm back. We're going to do this thing. And everyone is thrilled. <laughs> Everyone's like pretty excited to have Heen back. 
right. you know, Alphano and Alice are super excited to meet him. And Alphano is just, he's so happy because he's like, man, we share all the same values. You know, freedom, justice, liberty, the importance of a strong Petro state. I think we're going to have a great, uh, a great alliance here. Hmm. I think so, too. And we go into a discussion and we're like, okay, we actually have a lot of allies at this point. We've got the Blue Cogen, Water Guys. We've got the uh, the Zila, the remain like the the folks from the step to the north on their flying mounts. We have the remaining uh, Shinobi, and it also it looks like Xenos has left, leaving yes. us just with Yatsuyu to deal with. Mm, interesting. Yeah, we're like, huh? Why did that happen? We don't know. Okay, solve that later. Yeah, we'll deal with that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, that brings us to the room where it happened. Um, Alpha knows. Um, at this point, Alphano does actually. This game does, boy, inter- interchange tactics and strategy because he does. He's got tactics here. He's got some tactics here. Immediately disproving your prior statement in the episode about. Yeah, <laughs> but I also the the quest says Alphano has decided, devised a cunning strategy to reclaim Doma Castle. Okay, fine. What? But like, aren't these tactics? <laughs> the strategy itself is reclaiming Doma Castle, right? Or yeah. just the plan? Yes. Okay. Well, whatever. He's got a plan. Lease and the Domino regulars will cause incidents around the area to kind of like stretch the garrison troops thin. Then the Zela, am I saying that right? Zela, 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 Zela. The Zela allies will mount an attack on their aircraft staging grounds, and then finally, Alice and Alphano, with the help of the Shinobi, will sneak in through the big force field gate and disable the force fields from inside. Once it's down, like we can get the troops in, we can get our troops into the castle where the uh, the Kojin will bombard it with cannon fire while they also secure an enclave of innocent people to prevent them from being hostages. Mm-hmm. Honestly, pretty solid plan. I'm this this is one of the better plans we've had in this game in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems solid just a multiple uh, assault on multiple fronts anticipating civilian casualties and preventing them. Seems like seems like a good idea. What could po- uh, yeah, I, I what could possibly wait. go wrong? I can't <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. The only way this could go bad is if, like, Yatsuyu, for some reason, decided that she had nothing to lose and didn't particularly care about winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would... Uh, I guess not. So, um, but but we... There's something we do have to do. There's a Magitech generator up in the wall, right? You mentioned that, right? Did you mention that? I think you did. If I didn't, you're mentioning it now. I'm mentioning it now. And this is this magic... This generator is generating a field across basically the this sort of bridge dam whatever oh thing yeah the around, force field yeah force field that's the word around um doma castle they need to get the specifics of it from master sid you know master sid garland the 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 inventor. one man who knows anything <laughs> about magitech apparently well he's like that he was like the head of okay. the, the, the fucking army engineers yeah okay yeah he probably knows about probably, probably knows decent things yeah so he's got the schematics for it so we got to go to kugani to pick them up from Tataru. So we do that. Uh, and the following quest that that leads us into is how Tataru got her groove back. <laughs> That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Um, Tataru's been ho- hoeing it up. Yeah, and she's, she's <laughs> just like a resident now. She's got like she's a... She's been... Yeah, she's total. She's completely... Uh, this is not my words. These are stolen from a friend of mine who, who whose observations. Um, but he she did, she did Gwen Stefani it up. When, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. She's like, I'm from Kugane now. <laughs> I, I got taken here a lot as a child, actually. So I'm basically Hinga- I'm basically Hingashi. What do you want, Ijin? 
She, like, you can't. Uh, and she, okay. <laughs> She's like, hey, we got the package from Sid. It's got all these notes about the schematics for the, the, the force field. And then. Um, it smells really good for some reason. <laughs> then our friend Hancock comes in and is like, um, so actually, though, that's not the letter. That's not the, the notes from Sid. You got a delivery of love letters and the courier sent our package to the barracks, it looks like. You know, standard like Amazon delivery mix up. You oh, just, yeah. This is, wrong yeah. barcode got scanned yeah whoops okay well um then we have to go get it so we so wander we, around town and yeah. we talk to some people who might be the courier and then we find him and then we just give him the letters and he gives us our package and he's like oh sorry i'm so busy this sucks and then we take it back and now we just have the letters <laughs> just like <laughs> what's the point of this quest just a random genuine misunderstanding for realism i guess <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay, we did it. I, I expected this quest to have at least like two more steps. Oh, I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> so we got it back. And Hancock also started getting weapons smuggled in through the Confederacy because you know black markets. We love them. And we're gonna need them. So the <laughs> uh, arms, so arms dealership ethics aside, uh, seeds of despair is the upcoming quest. Back to base. Back to base. We're gonna go do some chores. Yeah, we're going to help Alice look for for patrols, and there don't really seem to be any of them around. Um, we get a little bit of Alice being kind of melancholy here about mm. how she still feels kind of like behind everyone else in combat experience. Yeah. I actually was um, a red mage when I was doing this quest, yes. so she even mentioned like specifically she feels like she's pretty far behind me in terms of experience with like with you know her rapier and stuff. Cool. So you know, a little bit of character development for her there. And then on our last stop, we mm. find some um, some domans scouting out farmland in this patch between like a pond and the mountains, which, I mean, I guess you could put a rice paddy there. Maybe. But then it turns out it's a ruse anyway, and they're Imperials. Yeah. So we fight them. We fight them. We apprehend the Elder. And as we're going to, as just as we're going to bring him back, um, we are struck with a migraine. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, actually, we get the first Echo Vision in a it's while. It's a while. It's been a while. Like, 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 I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten more of them giving us, like, have we gotten any for Xenos yet? Mm. I, do we I get, feel like we did. Do we get one for... Ford- I might have to check my notes. I think we might have gotten one for Xenos, but I don't think we've gotten one for Fordola yet or anything, have we? No. No, not yet. Anyway, it felt like it had been a while. Mm-hmm. And this is where, like, so we confront this guy and we get like an echo flashback and we actually get some backstory on Yatsuyu here yeah. which is not where I expected it but sure um she this soldier was the one that her parents were dealing with yes. she her, this soldier is not like they basically sold her to the empire yeah what we get point. what we get here is that to then be further sold off yes yatsuyu's life was miserable she basically like was like living with like her evil aunt basically. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Her evil aunt who like wanted to like her aunt wanted to send her son off to like you know to the imperials to like you know learn to be like a good soldier and get an education and everything but mm-hmm. she treated yatsuyu like dirt she like you know said she barely even existed she was basically like a slave and you know and i feel like she couldn't afford it for some reason or like there was some monetary or social status reason that, like, and then then, then the parent blamed her for... Well, but the soldier is, like, legally you're required to give that girl an, edu- an imperial education. Oh, yeah. So, like, like, and the woman says, like, no, she's sickly and useless. She's not good for anything. You don't want her. 
And then this other is like, actually, yes, I do want a small child. Yeah. And then like up on the hill, oh. like, and then flashback ends and they have like a eye contact. Oh yeah. He does like, he does try to, he does, like while the migraine hits us, mm-hmm. he does try to deck us, but Alice subdues him. Well, so, okay. I do actually want to dig into this flashback a little bit here because like mm. it's, I think it does actually build out a pretty effective backstory. Yeah. I thought we were going to get more of this, but we really don't so mm-hmm. it's kind of this and then we start sort of see her end point at the very end of this set of quests yeah but like the idea that it sets up here which is that like that part of why she sort of embraced the imperial stuff and turned so hard against doma against her homeland is because the imperial stuff represented the way out right mm-hmm. it was like by embracing sort of the empire that was how she was able to get an education she was able to leave her shitty home she was able to kind of discover a life for herself and the empire did let her do that when like you know when her traditional family mm-hmm. structures did not and that like is a really good sort of I think little miniature story of how a person could go through an arc like that in which they embrace this totalitarian system and begin to despise the place that they came from. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that was really cool. I think so too. I agree with you just full wholeheartedly. This art, the Yotsuyo is a really compelling, interesting character. Um, and uh, that's basically the end of that quest. We, 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 we snap back to reality and li- the limits of our endurance is the, follow up to that alize has a suggestion for us to do some more chores back at the base so we do that um isei needs uh some armor because basically we end up at our citrus village or isei if you remember um he suggests we there's this there's this guy on the outskirts of the villages that we need to talk to because he's the only one that can like actually make armor because they need they need supplies of all kinds right yes. they need, they're 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 doing plowshares to swords basically um <laughs> and no one has any armor which is a problem in combat yeah they will just get shredded um but so there's this guy that lives on the outskirts and he we we talk to him uh but something's up and he's just kind of laughing at us yeah he, he literally laughs at our request mm-hmm. because that segues us into broken steel broken men this man is like he's this old blacksmith or whatever steel smith i guess and he's just like laughing at everything and he's like <laughs> you crazy kids with your resistance okay fine go bring me some steel and i'll make you some armor but like this is this is ridiculous okay you're gonna die. Yeah. Ah! He gives us explosives, which we can use to blow up all the discarded magic tech shells around. Which Lise is like, at least we get to blow stuff up. And I'm like, I agree with you. This seems fun. And then we, these are the most pitiful explosions I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, all right. It's not even like a firecracker. It's like a cherry bomb. <laughs> cool. We broke the machinery. So we we get the steel steel plates steel plates that Uh we need. Boy, those vowels came out in the right order. Yeah, yeah, they did. And then we bring it back to him, and he's still laughing, but the laughing doesn't seem quite as fun anymore. And he's berating, and he's just like, "Oh, stupid, stupid! Doma is dead, and so are her people. This is stupid and hopeless." And definitely, also, so are our leaders. Yes. And then he drops the whole laughing thing and just talks very starkly about how when Lord Hyen Hyen. He and he ends our guy. Yes. He ends Kayan. Kayan. Lord Kayan. Kayan. When Lord Kayan, so Lord basically Lord Kayan cast aside all of his pride and his honor in order to kind of like become the puppet of the empire to try and preserve his nation and preserve his people. Yeah. And like he thought he could just kind of rule from the throne as a figurehead. 
and um but our blacksmith guy like you know was no one was happy under this arrangement and our blacksmith guy was one of those who were trying to whisper like dreams of freedom and liberation into the lord's ear and then you know they planned for 10 years to try and like you know break the yoke of the empire and all they brought was garlic retaliation which basically just dissolved what remaining sort of like you know local domain power there was Oops. and fully annexed it and placed it under Yatsuyu's and Xenos's ultimately control and the Manzen got raised and lots mm-hmm. of people died and the Manzen was a kind of civilian district up in the northern section of Yangsha yes. tour later we're gonna spend some time there mm-hmm. and it just kind of really broke this guy's spirit which that I buy and I think is effective. Mm-hmm. The bit where immediately after this, we tell him Lord Hien is alive, and he's like, oh shit, never mind then. All right, I've got hope again. I'm like, <laughs> that's a bit much. Okay. You, <laughs> that's a, a, a little that, bit that's like. All we needed. That's a lot of like, kind of like blind faith in the nobility. But okay. yeah, yeah, not, not, that's interesting. Sort of like, oh, like the prophecy Lord has returned, like now, like I have my faith again. Okay. It's, it's, it's got a more major character. I dig into it more as it is. He's a side guy. He's going to make us some armor. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. The Doma within. Back to base. Back to base. We, go, we just search the house of the fierce for more people in need. And everyone's and fine. Everyone's, <laughs> we're doing okay. We're just waiting on the orders of the Lord. So let's just go talk to Ian. And he's like, actually, I'm not ready yet. Uh, let's go talk about that. Let's go to that Monzen place that was raised, mentioned earlier. Hope you're paying attention. So we do that. Um, we follow him there. He gives us a few um, tidbits about the city and how it used to bustle with life. And I can hardly believe that now there's all these just random level 67 monsters nearby <laughs> instead. He makes a really interesting comment here, which is that he, re- at, when he was a kid, he remembers it being bustling. But even then, the Imperials were kind of walking among mm. them, sometimes visibly, sometimes invisibly. But even then, even when it was like an active sort of like, you know, city, you could feel the Imperial presence. And they all tolerated it. And they all thought, okay, we're just keeping the peace. You know, we're just, we're, we're tolerating this sort of imposition of these guys um, because that's how we, that's how we all stay alive. And you get a sense that he kind of regrets that that Doma spent as long as it did sort of sort of trying to acquiesce and trying to like, you know, just make good with their conquerors. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that would suck to feel, I suppose. Um hopefully we never have to feel it. We follow him around. We do have to spend a lot of time searching the ruins for usable things and we spend <laughs> We look for a lot. Of, we look for weapons. We look for a while, and the only thing we find is one dinky ass katana. One katana. I could have just like opened up my armory chest at this point and given him a whole bunch of shit I wasn't using. What if I'm, like, I'm an omni crafter. I can make armor. What are we doing? I got, I got like five astro globes for you. Yeah. <laughs> hope you guys know how to tell. Hope you guys know how to read the stars. Now, is anyone here into the Charlene? No, no. Okay. Ooh. Okay. This will be weird. You're only going to be fortune telling. Then you don't know how to heal with this. <laughs> the um, we present the katana to him at this point, I believe, and he waxes a little bit more about because we can see the castle at this point. Yeah, and he's talking about like you know, oh, this belonged to the son of a samurai that I trained. The lad never even had a chance to unsheath it. How tragic is that? And then like, and he yeah, he's looking at the castle and he's reflecting like you know how again the guardians let them keep the castle for a while and now Yatsuyu owns every court and corridor of the whole thing. And he looks at it and he's just he's reflecting on all this and then he has oh 
he has a great line here, which he reflects, like, you know, looking out from the castle and feeling like Doma yeah. was the small, precious thing that he could hold in his hands, like this responsibility that was going to be his when he grew older, and like the sense that he needed to protect it. And like, I like Hien. Mm-hmm. Hien, Hien is seems like a very responsible, very noble guy. And he's reflecting on all of this, and he suddenly has a revelation. And he's like, oh shit, we can improve this plan. Back to base. Okay, yes. Wow, I can't wait to hear it. Um, so... Back to base on the eve of destiny, um, Hien understands what he must do for Doma. What must he do, Alex? He decides that we must ask the Kojin to change the plan. Uh, he's got an emissary here, and it's Soroban, our guy from before. Mm. And he wants to know, hey, could you guys destroy the foundations of the outer wall of the castle that keep all the water back and stop it from flooding? And Gosatsu is... Not into this plan, because the castle is a sacred symbol and the heart of the nation. And if they destroy it, then, like, that's... The, These people do love their symbols. They love their symbols. He is castle. a symbol, and that's literally the only reason anyone wants to fight is because he's alive for some reason. It's weird. And he's like, no, the castle's like, yeah, it's a symbol, but the people are more important. Mm-hmm. It will send you to your scrambling. Like, this is sort of like the move they'll never anticipate. If we do this, Like they'll have, like we'll flush them out basically yeah it's, it's a lot of soldiers we don't have to deal with <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah I, I bet girl in armor doesn't uh swim well <laughs> it's only so many places you can hide when the entire lower half of the castle is underwater so uh the the team is re- reluctantly agrees with it um i think well the non-domans are like yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah but basically uh gosetsu is a little bit stubborn as as usual um this the next quest is the die is cast before we go out um kind of the, all, all hangs in the balance as oh, well, well as knows but we, before nope. we go out we um oh this isn't nope. part of the die is cast but yeah, before we have the, the, we, cast, have the we have the well it's the same thing whatever we have this moment at night where ghost is like are you sure you want to flood the castle but basically it's the same conversation over again I mean, it is. It's we do very... we do approach them, and then we we do approach them. And we observe that the twins are sleeping on each other, a little sh- head on shoulder, which is really cute. Um, and we're told to go in there quietly, and then and then he's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, get over here!" They're drinking so much sake. They're There's like just... eight bottles on that table. <laughs> They're gonna be so hungover for the fucking war. <laughs> you can't do that. I mean. But this is where Gosetsu tells us about, like, you know, the two failures that he feels have haunted his life. The first time when, like, you know, the first loss to the um, Empire and the imprisonment of Lord Kayan, and the second when he sort of betrayed Lord Kayan's last command to protect Hien and failed to protect him as well. And Gosetsu has been kind of full of self-loathing ever since. And he's like, Leia, you still give me a space at your table. You know, you still, like, allow for me, even though I am this worthless worm of a dog who has failed so many times. Like, clearly not. Mm. Dude's been carrying a lot this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. You should talk to a therapist about that or something. He should. He's not going to have a chance to, but he should. <laughs> he might. <laughs> he might have a really brief moment. <laughs> this is also, it's also, again, where, like, Lise approaches us. And oh, she yeah. tells us, like, oh, like... I can't I feel... wait to stand up and fight! For the first time, I feel like something's really gonna change. And just... It's again... It's it's in contrast to everything else. Her character just feels kind of thinly written this whole time. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Yugiri's writing is great. Gosetsu's writing is great. Hien's writing is great. Lisa's character feels like she's, like, a step behind in terms of <laughs> character development of, yeah. like, everything else going like, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been here. Where have you been? 
that's that's a I think that's a fair enough assessment about Lisa's character. Um, great. So the the following morning, um, oh, and he and reassures him that he's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It's like God stubbing a little God trauma dumping. He and it's, we wait in the Monzen for the operation to begin, basically. Yes. And then that's where the cutscene starts. Yes. The All first, right. The first cutscene. Um, <laughs> we cut are. This cutscene is great. This cutscene is excellent. The first cutscene. We are um, treated to a, a, a nice vision of kind of the shinobi scouting out the. I think the shinobi are there. They're scouting out the the that Scarlian base that we had rescued the villagers from earlier yeah, yes and then suddenly the villages are just fucking storming yes <laughs> with their a couple of, bows and their rakes and, their and the guards are complaining like oh my god this job is so boring why do i have to guard the stupid gate yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of them tries to call in reinforcements and then least drop kicks him to the face oh that's that was really good she's good at kicking those that's, greaves are really heavy i cannot that, imagine that what suck. that feels like that would suck that's like real bad ouch um so while that's happening, uh, they secure the sea. So then the Confederates, that, that outpost is on the southern edge of the Yanshun sort of territory. The, the Confederate Navy comes up through the river, and as well as the Turtles. They come up um, and uh, speak, get in position to kind of block the enclave. Actually, not even block the enclave. They say, no, they, we're going to take those up to the wall. In the air, what happens is the because we got those those people with the birds, the the the, the, the Zela, um, they are now fighting off those big towering winged, um, bizarre bizarre Garlean. Garlean columns, which have been peppered throughout. Um, like they're those those have like we've seen them kind of in re- ruins, both in like this in the fringes and in like Mardona and. In places, yeah, I didn't know what I was looking at when I saw those. Seeing them in motion is wild. They, they're like li- li- like birds wearing like ten foot tall top hats. Is what they look like. Yeah. It's <laughs> they're really weird. Um, Magni, the Oranir leader, he jumps from his bird, cleaves one of them in half with his with his axe, and jumps back on his bird. It's pretty cool. Sada's like, okay, whatever, and just blows another one up with their magic. I think it's kind of like a like a legless and Gimli type thing going on here. Yeah, like they're jabbing at each other as they uh-huh. kind of like keep fighting. Um, while they're doing that, everything's distracted. Alfino and Alice uh, successfully infiltrate the wall, deactivate the ship. The Confederates and the Kojin come in, and they uh, succeed in blowing up the wall. It's time to fucking go. Um, and uh, we then I think cut to cut to Yotsuyu. She yes. says like she's like oh uh, so they I guess they don't want this castle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, so how was the procedure on my brute? Yeah, how's my how's my brute coming along? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. The soldier that reports on it does not sound like he likes the procedure. No, he's fine. But that's that's a little ominous. Um, so we then go into, uh, we have unlocked the Dom- Doma Castle dungeon. Um, what did you think? Well, I guess... What should we cover? Should we cover our impressions of it or should we cover the... I think we should just cover our impressions of it. We could talk about our favorite bits, sort of the story that's happening, but like, um, this dungeon just fucking slaps. This dungeon's great. Every I, time I get it in roulette, I'm like, yes! <laughs> I don't remember the specifics of it, so if you Can want to talk through some of the, like, like the, sure. the set pieces I mean, it stuff. opens up, shit's fucking... Yeah, it <laughs> everything's is, exploding. It is an active war zone. The water is underneath us. There's these little platforms that the Garleans have erected to... to to cover up the barracks, I guess, or like just to 
evacuate and we we commandeer them we 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 run on top of them there's these the, the air fighting is still happening um ships are running beneath us we're running through catching a bunch of garlean soldiers and drones and whatever and beating the shit out of them and we run up this scaffolding into the upper levels of doma castle already um so we do end up effectively end up like bypassing this whole entire lower ring which would be i mean it's always like man i wish we could see it but i guess not you know it's a, it's we go whatever yeah we um we go out we fight this one boss this the one of the i don't remember the names they're all like the magitech drone b five seven two point oh whatever name probably magitech shit sure um it's pretty hectic i mean there are these line aoes you have to dodge there are these what are called exaflares where it's like that go out where like it gives you one aoe and then it's another one in front of it with like an arrow oh, right. and you then you have, to, dodge, really you have to time it mm-hmm. and then there's like drones coming from crisscrossing from both both sides it's just a lot to dodge it's a lot of fun go in kill some more shit some people some some automatically firing fucking cannons and down some hallways gotta dodge while you're um tanking everything and aoeing it down the next boss it's another drone with a bunch of it's it's more it's like i'm like flip it but like these are fun but like it's basically just like do the do the tower soak the towers dodge the aoe's get the you know like it's actually moving through this dungeon is a lot of it's fun. It's really but yeah, fun. The music the is very good too. Are boss fights are fine. fine. They're fun. They're great. They're they're good. Um, the it's just like the music is all it's it's really high paced, kind of electronic and weird, but like has still has like a, 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 a that that same kind of domain motif. It feels very suitably like dramatic. Like you know, yeah. like press the attack. This is it. Get in there. Finish this. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and we eventually get up to the kind of royal promenade and then the royal hallway and then the throne room is it the throne oh, it's like right before the throne room. i don't know uh where we are greeted with a uh a familiar horrifying, face horrifying horrifying <laughs> what familiar... have they done to my boy <laughs> hyper tuned the green of art <laughs> they turned the green of art into a chainsaw man he is hyper tuned he's very hyper lots of sugar he does not sound like he's having a good time in there. Grunevard sounds like he is having a bad time I inside. Think I think he's enjoying himself. <laughs> I, I don't know. He sounds like he's losing his mind. <laughs> he certainly lost his mind to vengeance because he keeps getting beat by this person that's like chosen by God or whatever. Ugh. That's not fair. Is that Grunevard now? <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's hypertunity. Grunevard out of the valley friend. suddenly? <laughs> Glendale Grinevart. No, he Grinevart. No, it's not fair. I'm going to, I'm going to beat you now. I've been enhanced. I'm much bigger. And with a big chainsaw for an arm. I have big chain. I saw a call missile down, and you must, you must drag AOE far away from group, or you kill everyone. Actually, don't do that. Bring it together. It's good time. It's a good time, AOE. It's a party. This is a good final fight. And Grunevart. <laughs> this is a good final fight for Grunevart. I assume he's not coming back after this. Ah, this is a good. I, I'll never die. Grunevart live forever and party in heaven. For his weird like running subplot that's been going on this last like you know expansion or whatever. Yeah, whatever. He gets turned into a giant mechanically grafted nightmare machine mm-hmm. person and then tries to kill us while enraged and half mad from pain and delirium. And then we kick his ass and he die- explodes. 
He does. I don't. He's gone. He's, he's gone. Evaporates. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was made of water this whole time. Oh. So <laughs> he's gone. Uh, goodbye to that voice. So when <laughs> I'm giving a good send off. <laughs> um, so when that's done, we run up to the the throne room or the balcony, or whatever, and um, Lord Hien has Yatsuyu at uh, at sword point. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Yeah, sure. At sword point, he's got like a blade to her neck, mm-hmm. and she's like, and he's like, "What do you want to say for yourself?" That's not what he sounds like. What do you want? What? And she, what he, have you to say for yourself, yeah. Lady Yotsuyu, the vice, the 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 she devil of Doma, who then is the vice? Like, f- shut up! <laughs> I mean, she gives us like more of her backstory. A lot of stuff we kind of inferred from that cutscene earlier. Yeah. Like, her brother married her off to a drunk, and then he beat her, but no one did anything about it. And then her husband, her parents, her husband married her off to a drunk. Her brother didn't. What? Maybe he, they're the same age. She was like married off when she was a fucking child. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and then her husband, she says her husband passed away. Yeah, I, he is really old. I assumed that she killed him. That was how I interpreted it. I guess. That. I guess probably both, right? Like, I dropped some air quotes around the phrase passed away I when she put said past he passed her. away. I wouldn't put it past her, but yeah. And so she was sold again to be a spy for the Empire. But that was way better. Yeah, it was way better. No, she was like, she would be free and she'd receive due compensation for her work. And then she was like, she thought that would be enough. Until one day she saw a doman in the road, beaten and broken, lying at her feet, sobbing in agony. And she... <laughs> and she fucking... She fucking orgasmed. I was going to say... She absolutely said, was like, ha ha That's the exact same note that I made. <laughs> and there was nothing she would not do to feel that again. And I'm like, okay... I feel oh, like that's fucked up. <laughs> I feel like there are a couple like missing steps in the middle there. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, if it was like a spinoff comic or something, I'd want to read like Yotsuyu's years as an Imperial spy. Cool. I really think that would be neat. But <laughs> oh well. Unfortunately, I doubt we're going to get much more in this game because we're almost at an end with her. Yeah. Um. So she, I, okay. she tells her story, and then she's I don't know. Also, one thing here, I. I think some of this is still performance. I think inside she's still kind of a miserable person and she's oh, been really yeah. projecting this entire time. It's incredible voice acting performance. <laughs> uh, did a really good job with it. Um, and just bef- so... And she's like, ha, 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 you thought I'd be rational, but I'm going to blow up the castle instead and kill all of us. It's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, I guess. Good thing we blew, up, blew it up first. <laughs> good thing. So she, I don't know, reaches into her breast to... T- flip a switch what the hell i <laughs> the explosions are going off stuff starts to like you know start to crumble yeah. she reaches for the gun and fires but then Heen cuts the bullet in half and then cuts her down yeah and we are we're all like okay time to get out of here and the roof starts collapsing and gosetsu grabs it and holds it up and gives us time to flee and we do not use that time to flee <laughs> not at all no it's time for here to the the walls are clad you can hear gosetsu being like <clears throat> in the middle of Heen being like you are a brave steward, and every with every struggle you thought you had, we've just appreciated you trying so hard <laughs> throughout the time. He's like, please go! <laughs> we, like, fi- we, we do finally go. And you but not to, before. Yes, go ahead. What was this? Um, not before what? Not before Yosu shoots the shit out of Gosetsu. Yeah, Yosu shoots the shit out of Gosetsu. And then she's she... like, shut the fuck up, Ian, please. <laughs> Just it. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. 
we start making our escape, and she starts crying because she realizes that she's going to die, oh, and we're not. That cinematography in that moment is um, exquisite. And the way it, gets I have some, I have some, I have some uh, screenshots. The way it kind of zooms in, I don't really need a plumber. The way it kind of zooms in on her face, the the camera darkens. Again, another Dutch angle. Darkens like the facial rigging breaks a little bit. They break it to to make her eyes kind of pull back and her mouth more open because she's real pissed. She's like, "No one's getting out alive." She looks like the girl from The Grudge. Like she looks, yeah, like yeah. A- yeah. <laughs> but then she, but, but then as as people escape, she realizes she's kind of lost and lost everything, and her life was oh, fucking waste, uh-huh. probably. Um, te- and tears fall over her face, and the castle collapses. Yeah, we get out of there. Uh, Serena res- rescues us and a fleet of those griffin beasts, yes. and we fly to safety. She found us just in the nick of time, um, except one of them is empty. Gosetsu yeah. used his life to save us, um, mm-hmm. and we Good. get out. Best noble sacrifice so far? I mean, mm. Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Because that one... Eh. I feel like... It was, it was definitely more for Hien than it was for us. You know, yeah, it, wasn't as personal. it was more for. It was still a sacrifice, I guess. You're right. I guess I, I feel like this brought more closure to his arc than some of the previous ones have, in the sense that, like, this guy had a death flag planted over his head from like you yeah. know, twenty quests ago. Yeah, for but, sure. But you're right. Yeah, like in terms of its impact on us, we were not close to him in that same way. No, this was, but also like, yeah, he. Mm, there. I feel I feel a little bad for him coming up for it, but I don't feel quite as bad as I like. Not really. Like, Orshafont was so hopeful. Yeah, yeah he was sorry. so like positive in spite of every all the shit. I didn't think that as a sacrifice. Orshafont just got kind of like murked. Yeah, he just got. Well, he his sacrificed his life in like the the heat of a moment, right? Like he was always willing to do so. But he was always like so positive and lovely, and Gosetsu was just fucking miserable. To be yeah, right. no, you're so right. Fucking, or, or Shifan's fucking, still number one. Still a great character because he's it makes sense for somebody of his age to be like, "That's a stupid thing. Your beliefs suck." <laughs> but like in terms of like what we lost in terms of a character, yeah, yeah, no, no, that yeah, sacrifice you're right. is. A, I would put Izel's sacrifice bigger impact too. She stopped that whole ass ship. <laughs> They Gosetsu took it down one person <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> Actually, it was mostly her. She mostly did it to herself. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay. Um, the world turned upside down. Second Hamilton reference. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, this was came out twenty seventeen. Okay. Hopefully, anyway. hopefully the next expansion has some nice strange loop references instead. That's a much. That'd be much nicer. All right. Actually, sidebar: Are they doing another? Like, I had the impression that the f- most recent um, expansion was the final one. Are they going to do another one? Yeah, that's the that's the end of it's the end of this arc that we are currently in. Got it. Okay. But they're of course this fucking cash cow. Of course they're doing more expansions. I don't know. Maybe they're working on Final Fantasy seventeen. <laughs> well, they probably are thinking about it. But okay, we're certainly working on sixteen at the same time already without closing this down. Anyway, um, the world turned upside down. Yeah. Um, mission complete. The occupation has ended, and we need to report to the people. Cool. How do we do? Um, oh, for, uh, Sorban does go look for Gosetsu's body and just cannot find it. Shit's fucked down there. So, um, okay, huh. time to go on. No hope. Well, 
nothing nothing to be done um we we just look to the future we end up i think we're, we're in the we're in the dome and enclave at this point right yeah and we get back it's, and everyone's and it's, like i mean it's totally totally ruined yes but we're, we're we get back and everyone's battered filthy and beaten yet mm-hmm. they won and he gives a pretty good speech here about yeah, you know, yeah new day is dawns this yada, is yada, the yada. time to be verbose exactly <laughs> And he asks everyone if they're ready to join him, and there's a pregnant pause, and then everyone cheers. Yes, Doma is reunited. Yes, there is no they they gotta rebuild now. Oh, and but. Lise is like, if only my people would stand up and fight. <laughs> it's true. She does. <laughs> okay, back maybe to Gearbody. Maybe it's time to go and see if that'll work now. And we just we just bounce like <laughs> the game makes a point of calling this out that like Alpha and I was like great okay we're not even going to say goodbye to anyone let's get on the ship let's just get on the ship but then I mean um, we part we sorry um, we just basically just bounce and that brings us to a swift and secret departure why I don't know why like there's a reason for it right not to be like. Maybe he just doesn't want to take away from their moment, I, but also rude. That's how he justifies it. It's yeah. like, you know, like, okay, look, our role here is done. We should get out of their way. Time to go, like, strike while the iron's hot. Is the, I don't know why the iron's hot, though, but whatever. I guess it is. We got some, we got some, and we got an ally. Yes. A, 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 a very destitute ally, but an ally nonetheless. Okay. We go back to Kugane. We go back to the Ruby Post offices. Tataru already has this passage <laughs> for us back to Limsa Liminsa, which, look, I know I'm being uh-huh. Well, we, we they, they caught us, by the way, before we go there, right? Uh, they uh, caught up with us. They catch us before we get on the boat. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> they do call us on this. But like, also, why are we getting on the boat? We couldn't Ethernet here in the first place because we hadn't been here before, but now we're attuned to the crystals back at Limsa Liminsa. It's expensive. Okay. It's like a thousand gil. Is, is a boat cheaper? It's like 40. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Tatara's booked us passage, but she's staying behind because there's a lot of work for her. To she's do Gwen here. Stefani. Yeah, she was kind of like she's kind of enjoying. I think being like a, a bit of a power broker, <laughs> working the Ruby Post offices in here over here in Kugane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the- <laughs> so yeah, this is where Hina and Yugiri rush up to us in the docks, and they're like, "What were you I think doing?" It's really you funny that you're calling it the post offices. <laughs> Isn't it called? The- it's the Ruby Bazaar, but I mean, at this point, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was called the Ruby Post. It's the Ruby, no, the it's the Ruby Bazaar. It's like a trading post. No, oh. not a post office. <laughs> well, that's what my notes say. Well, your notes are very funny. <laughs> and that's why, and that's why you own half of this show, and you're not just a guest as as much as. <laughs> I'm glad I justify my appearance on a regular basis. <laughs> Okay, oh, boy. we get to the boat, and he and Yugiri rush up, and are like, were you really leaving without saying goodbye? And um, he and is like, I, and also, you know, we're going to send some of our interim forces that we're rallying to go help out in Eorzea. And often I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't you keep your people at home to defend against Garlean-like aggression now that you've pissed them off? And he's like, no, we're going to take a more aggressive stance, sending samurai around to stir up more rebellions throughout Imperial territory. And... I guess that makes sense. Okay. I mean, yeah, it didn't... Press the advantage. I like, guess so. Press the... Yeah, that's kind of... It's not like... Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? There must be. They, I mean, if they can, if we could do it to them, maybe they can double it and pass it to the next person. <laughs> I mean, you're not on TikTok. You're not going to get that joke. No, I'm not. <laughs> that's just, 
there's just this guy that goes around like do you want this one dollar you're gonna double it and pass it to the next person and then everyone is always like i'll double it and pass it to the next person and the tiktok goes on for like 20 minutes or not 20 minutes obviously but like it goes on for a while and it's always like that and then people just started riffing on it (laughs) my my, my girlfriend has started asking me to like open up my tiktok app because like the algorithm has no idea what i like that's true because i don't engage with anything and so it just i get it does get better random spread of like you do have to intentionally it, it keeps pitching me a live stream for this girl reading tarot which like good oh, for her I get, but this is, you know what i get i get i get a live stream i don't know how this happened but it's, it's probably because i get hypnotized by it there are these two uh hand there's two sets of hands one at the bottom one at the top and they're organizing mahjong tiles they're like shuffling them around and then like every time they like and then they like organize there's two suits of them. This is what we're talking about now. Mahjong is Doman. Well, <laughs> it, it, connection. Connection. So it does like these things where you're like, they're these two hands and then they, they face down, they flip the face down and they sort them into these four by six grids or no, four by, I guess, nine grids, one by nine, right? And then there's like four of each, right? And then they like pick one and they're like, and they and they don't know which one it is. And they're like, they flip it over. They like drag it across the tiles to make a clicky noise. And they're like, oh, I think it's a three, a four. And then they place like, it in the four column. And then they drag out, they, they, they push it in. And then the, the, they take the, the remaining tile in the four column. They're like, what's this one? Is this an eight? And if it's, an, if it's like in the suit that's not on their side, they pass it over. And they're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it sounds obscene. Like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's very hypnotizing, and I need to. Congressional hearings about this. I need to like stop watching it immediately as they see it. But I'm like, I gotta know. (laughs) I gotta know. Is that a four? It's so clicky. (laughs) Ooh, it's a one. (laughs) Mahjong tiles are so much better than regular cards. It's very. It's true. Um, Double it and pass it to the next person. So they're doubling rebellions and passing them over to the next person. We're going to double this rebellion and pass it over back to Girabania. Uh, first, we get a cutscene of the Royal Palace at Alamigo. Absolutely. Uh, this is with $4, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. You, I'm going to read $4. Some, I'm gonna read my notes verbatim here. Um, Zeno says, displeased. Various high-ranking officers gripe about how they always knew that Yatsuyu sucked and Doma was a waste of resources anyway. Zeno just pulls a sword out and cuts the soldier who delivered the news down. And then Fordola strides in assertively, and she's got Kryle with her. And Kryle... Well, yeah. Not good. No, not good. And Kryle addresses him and tells him that he has the eyes of a monster. Zenos then orders that Fordola be given a weapon... And she gets a gunblade, and she looks a bit shocked. It's kind of like, I think, mm-hmm. an honor like for people like her who are sort of like of the skulls or of the sort of like, you know, uh, yeah. kind of a subcast within the Empire. For her to be given a gunblade like this, it's it's a sign that like he really trusts her. And then she tells her that she won't disappoint him. And then he orders the mewling piglet, that would be Kryle, to be silenced. <laughs> and then we fade to fucking black. And I swear to God, if they kill fucking Kryle, I will riot. <laughs> he will uninstall this game. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, fly to the Japan with a brick in my suitcase, and I will throw it through the office, through the window <laughs> of the Square Enix office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll go over well. Um, I can probably get a brick in Japan, actually. I shouldn't probably put it in the suitcase. Yes. So that's the end of that quest. Um, while you were away follows this. Okay. Back to... Um, so we get back to Limsa Limsa, and then uh, Merwib shows up mm-hmm. and tells us that they captured Kryl. And yeah, she's just they waste no time. Yeah, it's like, hey, we find out about it. The alliance is holding the wall, but can't press into the you know Girabanian territory any further. 
and not all the operations have gone well. And we basically find Thancred. He tells us about the ambush. The skulls snuck across into Erezine territory and basically kidnapped Quile directly, which I think implies that Xenos wanted her. That Xenos wanted her specifically. Yeah. Okay, interesting. There. I mean, I guess he did meet her as part of the whole operation on the raid on the that's true on the camp earlier. That's true. So, um... and Thancred mentions that he got some echo vision from Fordola here, but he doesn't get it as strongly as we do, which is also Thancred? interesting. Thancred? Yeah, Thancred did. Thancred doesn't have the Echo. Doesn't he? No, Arnvald does. Arnvald does? Yeah. Okay. The blo- He's the blonde hair guy in the armor that we helped out. Okay, someone here got some history from Fordola as an Echo yeah. Vision. Um, yeah. Is Thancred even here? I thought Thancred was here. No, I don't think he is. I don't know what the fuck he's up to, though. Okay, someone is giving us this information. What is Thancred up to? <laughs> hanging out. He's always hanging out, yeah. No, 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 you're right. Speak with Thancred at Castor Morian's. You're right. But Thancred doesn't tell So I think Arnvald does. We do, yeah, Thancred's there. He's not memorable, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, it's, it's right there in the quest text. Speak with Thancred. But Arnvald has the echo. That's the only minor cry. I think everything else he said was right. Okay. But Arnvald has the echo. Anyway, point being, we get back, we meet with Conrad, and Conrad tells us, hey, Resistance, doing great. Recruiting new people, freeing others, stuff, stuff's going awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, fabulous. So the the operation we are going to... We speak with Pippin at the end of it. Pippin! We, Pippin! Pippin, my son. We speak with him, and uh, he gives us the details on the upcoming operation we have for um taking that that pesky bridge that we tried to take before we were so rudely interrupted yeah everyone is super jazzed about what we did in doma like it really hypes them up and they're all ready to go so uh yeah we're going to um the operation is called Rolger's beacon after the fallen star that led uh the um god of the the, the god Rolger dropped to lead sort of mm-hmm. the people to these lands yeah that's neat okay it's kind of so- his like little icon if you noticed um, oh yeah yeah it's like a, yeah it's a little circle with flames above it so then raban has a plan here again really good plan the plans in this game are increasingly getting better the plan as laid out is they will mount a charge against the tower on the bridge when the garleans counterattack, uh basically retreat backwards to kind of bait them out further away including like baiting fordola into pursuing because they know that she won't be able to resist and then send some people in to take the bridge behind her with the goal being not to actually like occupy the bridge but just get up to the top and hang our flag from the top of it so that the garleans who are out in the field look back think the tower has been taken and lose all of their spirit and basically start surrendering or fleeing which is pretty good battlefield subterfuge right um and this quest is basically a duty um, yeah that we both successfully did the first time i'm gonna i'm gonna say that every time because it keeps being true so <laughs> actually i think you actually did. it was this time yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's relatively straightforward. You kill everything uh, first, but then you duel Fordola. Um, she gets her gunblade, so she does her little the gunblade Garlean X attack that uh, Gaius did. Oh in, yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so she gets gets to do that, I guess, with that with that gun. And that's neat. And then Elise tries to force a confrontation, and she gets there just in time for Smoke like bomb. you know exactly. <laughs> no, it, it it's so funny. Like hold your ground. Actually, fuck this. Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Fordola's like, look, this is a trick. Don't you see it? Hold your ground. And then she immediately smoke bombs. <laughs> oh, fucking goddammit. They can have the stupid bridge. Yeah, I guess. 
I guess. Um, so that's fun. We successfully take it. Uh, Monago is that built. That's way up there. I, uh, my pants would not be clean if yeah, I had to do no, that. I'll tell you that much. This tower's tall. Change. Also, the, the flag so that they... so tall, and it's the, over a chasm. The flag that they hang is like... 15, Massive! 15 feet wide and like 30 feet long. It is. Like, <laughs> it is several story. It is a huge flag. I have no idea how they got it up there. Where did the other one go? Did they just cut it and let it leave? Let it drop to let the river, to I guess. The, that's gonna that's gonna kill some some beavers. Oh, if you use it for the dam, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess the logistics of the flag aside, um, the bridge is now taken. We huzzah! Yeah, we did it. Um, basically, we what we get to do though, that's really fun. Is um, we 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 get to now press on further into the fringes, and we get to go to. The um, so we get we we get going to the on the other side. Monago has kind of an in with us with the with the owners. Well, the owners, the, the inhabitants of the what is it called? The Peering Stones. I think Peering, the Peering Stones. Stones. Yeah, um, Which, the M tribe. Oh, okay. Is that naming convention like an Alamegan thing? No, it's a it's a Mikote thing. It's a Mikote M. thing. Okay. So the M tribe. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, they are Monago's home. Like every all the the Makote, the the keepers of the sun specifically, I believe, um, put their tribe letter. I guess so. I guess there can only be twenty six. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever letter in front of their name, like Yustola, would be of the. But their actual given name is after the apostrophe. Um, so like, and also Garahatia would be. The same thing. Um, oh no, sorry. I didn't mean the naming of Monaco. I meant the naming of the Peering Stones. Oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, maybe that is the Garibani thing. But anyway, um, yeah. So the this, tribe thing. Got the it. Tribe okay. thing. So this this is the M tribe. This is Monago's home, um, and they are hospitable to us. But there is a certain conflict happening just nearby, right? They we, we're kind of before we can go further into um, enemy territory, we kind of have. A problem to deal with. Yeah, the uh, the local Naga people, the Ananta, the Ananta, Ananta. Yes, they. Um, so it turns out. So before Fordola fled, she mentioned something about a snake that they had. Um, oh yeah, the snakes. Okay, yes. yeah. So th- they, they were but, allied with some of the the snake people. Yes. So similar to the Kojin, the 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 purple Ananta are friendly. They do not deal with the Empire. They don't fall for that bullshit. But the blue ones, the blue clothed ones. They sided with the Empire, basically for self-preservation. Yeah, some over a similar sort of like you know almost like a similar sort of like schism thing compared to the Kojin, where yeah. it's like like the two different tribes of Ananta worship two different sort of aspects of their goddess. Like yeah, one too. like some some of them worship her for what is it like? Oh, I have the note here. It's okay. Sorry, one sec. It's something like the 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 tribe that sided with the Garleans just worships her as like a like a icon of beauty, but the ones who are allied with us worship her as like an icon of peace or something like that. It's some sort of like doctrinal thing where they see different things in her and it guides them to behave in different ways. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, the uh, so we that's this is the quest we learn about. We learn about the existence of the, the primal in the quest Rising Fortunes, Rising Spirits, um, and then we are uh, tasked with going into Ananta territory to learn more directly from uh, the rest of the Ananta about as to the context for why this this there's there, there's a certain a certain etheric flux <laughs> right so what what has happened here is mm-hmm. that you know um the 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 friendly ananta basically are we're trying to confront the garleans and the and their ananta on the way back from the battle that just happened yeah and they had basically been keeping our friendly ananta on the sidelines by holding the broodmother's daughter as a hostage yeah and when we tried to confront about this fordola basically just got pissed off and killed the daughter in front well, of her yeah mother. they got surrounded so, so don't do it. Don't don't take another step or I'll kill her. And then she was a true to her word. Um, and in her mother's despair, um, and with their reserves of ether that they have in crystals, because every beast tribe has them, because, I don't know, every who doesn't have crystals? Crystals are great. They're pretty. Don't yeah. judge. Um, they they summoned uh, an avatar of bliss. <laughs> yeah, basically. They summoned, they summoned a primal. And it's like, okay. Been a while since we, since we dealt with one of these. Yeah, it's about that time. So um, they summoned the Lady of Bliss, the Lure of the Dream. So it's like okay, it's just the same kind of the same story that we've heard a few times. So we're just gonna go in there and do our thing. What could possibly go wrong? Um, so rather than uh, so we go, we just kind of waltz into their their base, um, attuned to their etherite, and head into Emanation, their primary chamber, and a cutscene appears which is very cool like the primal stuff is getting increasingly cool they've they've summoned this icon this primal of their goddess who is kind of holding court with the ananta and like you know they're around her so like doing supplications and stuff like that and the way that this primal talks it really is like Yes. Like the sort of conjured intelligence that has had like sort of the values of their beliefs printed imprinted on it but it's not like it doesn't know anything. It doesn't understand anything. It's like it's like ChatGPT. It's yeah. like it's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like talking to like a machine that knows what it's supposed to say, but it doesn't actually understand how things work. And the broodmother so, right, is like So when the broodmother wished for her daughter to be brought back, all that the primal does is bring that daughter's body back. It's like the body's back alive but like not responsive and it's like mm-hmm. the soul is scattered to the winds. I can't do anything about that. And so this is when Alice jumps in and tries to convince the Ananta there that, like, you know, look, this is just, it's a tragedy waiting to unfold. You know, you've created a false god here that will lead you astray. You cannot let your grief kind of take you down this path. To um, to embrace a primal is to, like, forego any chance of feeling peace. And the primal god's response by saying, the broken may find meaning in service. And Alice is, loses it at this point. She's like, look, you show people what they want the, you show people what they want, but what they want can never be, which is, again, a good bit of back and forth. They argue for a bit, and then, you know, the goddess basically gets pissed off and starts glowing mm-hmm. and bades her, you know, followers to retreat. And then it's time for us to go in and have the fight. No, well, well she doesn't just get pissed off and start glowing. She also throws she oh, also right. throws a bunch of shit in an attempt to temper our friends. She does. She <laughs> does try and temper all of them. Yeah, we, we have a... They duck out of the way, um, and then we come in with our kind of hand powers, and we create a barrier around them. That's pretty cool looking. 
um, that helps us save the, it's like, okay, well, I guess we just got to go in and do things the old fashioned way. Good luck. Um, so we get in there and this fight is fun. It's just a nice little romp. It's Mm -hmm. nothing crazy. You know, it's got great, great music to it. Uh, Lakshmi is just a giant woman. Her, her big gimmick is that there's just this protective energy that we have to use a duty action to. Oh, right. The little orbs. We got to move up. Orbs. And we just have to spend to make it so that we don't die to certain mechanics. Her big attack, her like big sort, every primal sort has one big, you know, ultimate attack. And her big is attack is just becoming a giant woman and charming us and then dragging our souls into her breasts. <laughs> just give, it's, it's just a motorboat attack. Just, just scoops us up. <laughs> motorboat attack. <laughs> it's really effective. Um, boy, I wish I hadn't just scooted my chair loudly into the microphone, but I did, and that's uneditable. <laughs> Not the most complicated fight, but good visuals, great music, whatever, fun. Um, yeah, it is. Is is it's a good time. The we we end up beating her, and then the Ananta are really upset that we killed their god. So Lise tries to give them a speech about turning to each other as opposed to like turning yeah, to higher I'm forces, sh- oh, and they're just really not having it. <laughs> like, why would they? Why would they? Good try, like, Lise. Okay, hey, bye. Okay, sorry, bye. <laughs> yeah, just turn to each other, stand together, and fight. <laughs> god. Uh, <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, in the royal palace of Alamigo. We get another cutscene. Mm-hmm. Fordola marches back in um, to all the other Imperials, mocking her to her face, calling her a loser for like the fight that she just lost. And she kneels before Xenos, and he asks her why she's afraid, and she says, "Hey, look, I just I don't want to die without having given it all on the battlefield." Which hey, you could have like could not smoke bombed away. Then you could just let us kill you right there. But okay, yeah, that would be fine. Whatever he he calls her weak, but he says that you know it's the source of the inferno that will consume um, her and everyone around her. And he's like, you know what? He's like, no, like, tell me. Tell me what is this thing that you're feeling. Tell me what's in your head. And she's like, I want to make them pay. I want to make everyone who ever mocked me pay. And he's like, all right, hey, you know, I'm going to give you a chance to transcend your limits if you wager your life. And she's like, yeah, again, immediately, no questions. Let's do it. And then an anime mad scientist is summoned from behind the throne. This will go well. I'm And like, I immediately called that this was the guy who turned my man Grunevart into the Chainsaw Man. Probably, yeah. Seems to be an appropriate time to, to figure. It's, it seems it seems like there's a connection here, and that's where we fade to black. Um, the, that's the end of the quest, I believe. I mean, pretty much the end of the quest. Silence of the Gods. We just have a, a cool. We did it, and then at the end of that, that's where, that's where we're going to cut it here for that mm-hmm. episode, that recap section of, um, what's what's what did we call this game? Final Stormblood of Final Fantasy fourteen podcast podcast A Realm Reborn. A podcast. That's it. I can't say a podcaster. That's a different podcast. So that one's not ours, but I'm sure it's good. I should probably listen to it, get some ideas. Um, what? It's called. There's a podcast called Podcast Reborn. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's the same thing. It's like, but they probably talk about more current stuff. Um, and they're not us. They don't have our sparkling personality. They don't have. They don't have whatever energy I bring the fuck to every episode at the start. They, they aren't nearly as funny as we are. I'm sure. They might be actually funnier. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Shit. I don't know what we. What do we offer? Why do we do this? I can't ever listen to the show you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think we become crippled with self doubt. <laughs> oh, well. Do, if you do listen to it, make sure there are no crystals nearby. So we're going to move on into our um, wonderful recurring other bookend 
of our segment. We've got, uh, it's been a bit, you know, we got bills to pay. We have um, mouths to feed. We have uh, um, rebellions to fund. We've got a lot of use for this money. So thank you so much uh, to our supporter. Why don't you tell us what we're selling at the market board? All right. I'm going to read. I'm actually, I've been given script copy for this. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, okay. Um, I wasn't. From WBEZ Chicago, the NPR studio that brought you Motive, the deep dive podcast that looked at the dark side of the criminal justice system and dug into various uh, corruptions within the prison industrial complex, comes their new sequel, British audio drama set in a small seaside town beset by a serial killer who leaves behind a telltale calling card. And then I've got got an an audio clip here. I'm going to press the button on the audio clip call detective inspector there's been another murder and he left another candle in the window place this summer you won't want to miss votive i gotta do an ad every two weeks okay then they're all gonna be winners (laughs) Yeah, um, votive, like, I mean, every single body left behind, another tall candle, the flames licking down its wick. Am I dumb? Like, what is wrong with (laughs) (laughs) It's just a pun on motive and votive. I don't know. What is, I don't, (laughs) wait, what, do you not know what a votive is? No. (laughs) Please Google this right. It's the tall candles that you get. Oh. The ones that you... I didn't know that was what they're called. The ones that you light. That I see, the, yeah, I see now. I see the image now. The image of Jesus Christ on them. Or the Grim Reaper. Or whatever. This is not, that's nothing. That was, that was... I was really struggling this week. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Storm Buds, I guess. Well, I've got an announcement to make, though. I'm shopping something for next week already. No, no, it's fine. We just... um, if you are following us on our social media, um, which is at... Let me pull up my link pop here. If you're not already following us on social media, you can our YouTube, TikTok, and formerly Twitter... Um, <laughs> are all at Stormbuds. Our Instagram and Gmail are Stormbuds Podcast, so you can follow us at Instagram.com slash Stormbuds Podcast and mail us at Stormbuds Podcast at gmail.com for any inquiries you may have. I also, um, on those pages, we have a little link pop, and in that link pop, you are going to see a new invite to our Discord server. Yes. Our Discord server is going to be a wonderful place for listeners of the Stormbuds podcast to come hang out, play video games, chat. Ch- ask us questions directly um if you are on the lamia server on final fantasy 14 and you want to be in the Stormbuds free company you are more than welcome to uh pop in there ask for an invite and show us your character and we'll, we'll be friends why not um we'd love to have you the um we can get some stuff go we can do some rounds of of dome and mahjong together <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat you. I'll beat you real good at Mahjong. He will. He's really good at Mahjong. I'm not great. I'm not. 
the um <clears throat> so yeah we're gonna have um that available to you and on a quick update on the live event on the 18th of February, you know, save the date, but that's still happening. But rather than do content and um, reaction, like live reaction to content, um, we are going to do, and this is very exciting, we're going to do a live episode, okay? Alex is going to get a setup. He's going to come over here. We're going to be in Final Fantasy 14. We're going to stream it, but our characters are going to be there, and they're going to be, we're going to have... We have our FC studio set up um, to have a live show. Um, so we'll have like a, a Q&A session. Mm-hmm. We'll, we're we'll have rec- some audience yeah. banter. I think, I think we're going to record the regular episode, but we're also yeah. just going to, you know, we're gonna interact these- with people on in, in Twitch. Um, so stop on by to twitch.tv slash Jerome House, J-E-R-O-M-E-H-O-U-S-E. Um, that is my handle. That's the handle we'll be streaming off of or for the time being. I might just change it to Stormbuds at some point, but because it's like the only stream I'm going to do. But uh, I keep saying it. But if if a lot of people show up and we want to keep doing this, then we can keep having live episodes. Um, but I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to talk about, um, and this it's going to be the next. Is it the next episode? Yeah, it's going to be the next episode. Yeah, it's coming up. Two is it two weeks? So two weeks from now. Yep, the finale so is impending. The finale, it, so this is coming out the fourth. This this one is the fourth. So you're gonna have two weeks to get ready for that. So if that's going to be um, on the 18th, and I haven't set a time yet. Um, that's going to be the 18th at, um, we'll say, I want to, because I know we have a lot of European listeners, so I don't want to start too late. We'll say around, is this just a Saturday? So that's not a school yeah. day. 2 p.m. 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. Okay. Central time. Um, so, because we are in Chicago, Illinois, docks, <laughs> docks us. Um, the thing we say every episode. Basically. Um, so that should hopefully be a decent enough time for people who are in the EU, the EU or not in the EU, <laughs> in the case of the United Kingdom, um, or, uh, to, we're just, we're just on the European continent or, uh, to be able to join in at, in the evening. Um, so Saturday, the 18th of February, 2023, the 4.0 Stormbuds live, um, the address for our free company ward. Oh Lord, do I know? Yeah, I know this. So we're on the, we're on Lamia, okay, and we're in Imperium Ward Two, Plot Four. Find okay? us there. Find us there. Um, it, we'll, there. This info will also be on our Discord. So, um, I'll, I'll I'll pull, yeah, I'll have an announcement. I'll pin message. I'll put the address and time and everything in it. Um, and if I haven't done that by the time I edit this, I will have to done that. Great. I can. Moving it, on. It, it, it won't be complicated. <laughs> it will be so complicated. <laughs> um, that's going to do it, though, for this episode of Storm Buds. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Keep an eye out for that, all those announcements and stuff. And, the, and we hope to see you in our Discord. Yeah. Please, yeah, please show up to Discord. Please show up to the live stream. We're really looking forward to it. Yes. I'm excited to uh, to kind of to get a chance to chat with some folks. Absolutely. Uh, and until then, Born From Buds, a storm of buds. We've been the storm buds, baby. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Was it like, like, like the Sesame Street radio aliens? Like... <laughs> Radio podcast.